Welcome to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm your host, Pete Mazzetti. My guest this evening is Dave Putnam, who's the executive director of the Miracle League of Southeastern Connecticut. Dave, welcome. How are you? Thanks, Pete. It's always great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Good to see you, my friend. It's been a couple of months. It's been a couple of months. Yeah, you know, with the, all the pandemic and everything going on, I think uh, things have been pushed back a little bit, but yeah. it's great to be here again. And I know. Good to see you. And be able to talk about our, our Miracle League of Southeastern Connecticut. Well, let's talk about the Miracle League of Southeastern right, Connecticut. What exactly is it? So we are an organization that uh, has uh, actively fundraised for about two years now to build a fully accessible athletic field for kids with cognitive and disability and um, physical disabilities in okay. southeastern Connecticut. So it's kind of what our whole thing is, is our goal, our major goal was this phase one of the project is to build the field and then uh, we are happy to announce that the field is done. Yay. And now we get into the programming stage, into the phase two stage, and some of those other things. So that gives you a little bit about what we do and, and uh, who we are, I guess. Absolutely, absolutely. So tell, tell us a little, little bit about, obviously, phase one is done. Tell us a little bit about it. So phase one, we started actively fundraising in November of 2017. Okay. And our goal totally was to privately fundraise for this project. We don't want to use any uh, taxpayer monies. We don't want to use any, the field is in East Lime and we didn't want to use any East Lime local taxpayer money. So right. our goal was to raise $600,000 for phase one. Right. We're able to do that. And we started construction in February of 2020. Um, it, we're really excited. We, we had a great contractor in Earth Dynamics out of Coventry, Connecticut. Sure. Um, they were great to work with, and, and we had a design done by TO Design out of New Britain. They were great to work with. And so first shovel in the ground of February 23rd, um, and then we were completed right around Memorial Day, um, which was you know really aggressive. Yep. Um, one thing that positive that happened out of the whole COVID thing is yeah. school was out of session. And this is, the, the field is on location at Flanders Elementary School okay. in East Lot. So if it was in school and they were, the kids were in school, we would have had to work around recesses and testing and all yep. those other types of Absolutely. things. It probably wouldn't have been able to get done as quickly. But with the kids out of school, we didn't have any of those type of concerns and the construction company was uh, able to continue right along. So one positive thing I guess out of this was sure. this whole pandemic uh, was that uh, Earth Dynamics was able to be on site five days a week eight hours a day and they plugged away and like I said they started in February finished Memorial Day weekend or wow. just about then some you know some touch-ups some little things here and there yep. and so uh, really completed uh, early this summer oh very cool very cool now obviously you 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 obviously have some people you want to thank right and well give kudos to we had hundreds of hundreds of people that had donated money and, and okay yeah you know, i think when anybody gets to a project like this and say oh geez we got to raise six hundred thousand yeah. dollars can we get that one big sponsor to come in and sure. kind of put us over the top we didn't come we didn't that didn't happen to us no. but what did happen is we had hundreds of people donate and when i say small amounts of money it's not small amounts of money anywhere right. from you know five hundred dollars to twenty five thousand to thirty thousand dollars yeah so we had a grand opening recently, uh, mm -hmm. or not a grand, I shouldn't say that because it was on a small scale because of the COVID stuff. We did a small ribbon cutting ceremony sure. where we invited our, um, our Grand Slam sponsors, those sponsors that donated $25,000 and yep. plus. And so we had uh, nine of those um, from Dominion. Uh, Dominion Energy, which has a plant, a Millstone plant in mm -hmm. Waterford, our sure. neighbor, um, Geico. 
Eastern Connecticut Chamber of Commerce. Absolutely. Niantic Main Street, which is a local profit or nonprofit organization that really got behind the project. Okay. The Miracle League of Connecticut, uh, the Niantic Rotary Club, um, Kevin's Courts, and that is, um, and I'll explain that a little bit later. That was your sure. addition onto the, onto the project later, and then the Mohegan, the Mohegan Tribe. Oh wow! So those are those sponsors were great, and so we were able to have them come out and um, participate in a small ribbon cutting ceremony. And we had um, eight kids that threw out the first pitch. That, you know, some of our athletes to come out and, and throw out the first pitch, and kind of then did a little demonstration on the field of how uh, you know what 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 a typical baseball game would look like right on, on the Miracle League field. And, and remember, these are kids all with with disabilities, with and so. Uh, um, we're, we were excited to be able to do that, and um, we're hoping that in the spring, hopefully if we get past all these regulations mm -hmm. and, the, and the COVID stuff, that we can do a huge ceremony because we have hundreds, if not thousands, of people to thank yeah. um, for, for all those donations um, that were uh, 25, the ones that I, right. uh, that were less than 25 grand. We, we still need to recognize those people, and we'll do that in time. Exactly. So, yeah. so we're taking a look at some, there's some pictures mm. here behind us. Right. Let's talk about them. What are Ab they? Absolutely. So this is the field here. Ah. And, and the field obviously uh, is a fully synthetic field. Right. And it does not have crumb rubber in it. So um, that's something that we looked at. Okay. It is glued on to the uh, asphalt. There's an asphalt pad underneath this. And ah. so the, the reason this becomes wheelchair and walker accessible for those kids with disabilities is, is the synthetic fiber is, has a really low nap to it and a really thick nap. Okay. And so that allows for the nice transition uh, from our walkways onto the field for those kids with walkers and wheelchairs and mm -hmm. able to participate in the activities without any barriers. And so um, when we looked at it and there's other programs in the area that, that maybe have a, um, a challenger baseball league or whatever, but right. remember those are on dirt right. or typical little league fields and, and they become an issue. So this was, uh, th that's the reason we went with this style of turf. It is nice that it's at the elementary schools because the kids during recess can use it now and they're taking full advantage of that. And then we've also started some programming on the uh, on the field as well, which has been really exciting to see. So, oh, cool. Um, yeah, so we started a dance program. Um, normally it's inside, but we, now that we have this field, we have 14 kids in our dance program. They come outside every Saturday morning and uh, participate on the field. And then on Sunday mornings, we have our um, Let's Play Miracle League Soccer. And we have 34 kids uh, signed up for Let's Play Soccer in our first year. We're really excited oh, about cool. that. Um, we've been on a little break here because of the yep, COVID, uh, of COVID uptick in East Lyme has, has been designated as a red uh, red alert yep, uh, town. So we've, on the abundance of caution, we have postponed that for two weeks. We're hoping to do a, uh, a nice award ceremony and last um, last event on the 25th. And hopefully that'll, um, that'll be our, our kind of our end to the program. We can celebrate all those kids that participated in it. And we hope that we're out of the red alert and into an orange alert or exactly. whatever that where our numbers might be going down and uh, if not we'll do the best we can to uh, you know celebrate these kids that participated in our in our program for a while so how big of a group is your board of directors so, for the American yeah so we have 25 people on our board of directors and Pete thank you I was you gonna say 22 23 of them are sitting right here two of them are sitting right here that's so right Pete, thank you for yeah you know all your efforts and being on the board and so 25 individuals that are extremely hardworking. Oh yeah. Extremely 
uh, dedicated to the project. And mm -hmm. I don't think you always see that. And it's hard with that big of an organization. Sometimes right. it gets a little, I don't know, convoluted or, um, you know, everybody's on the same page, it seems like. You yeah. know, and everybody's there for the right reason. You know, they're there for the kids. They're there to raise money. They put their money where their mouth is. Right. So, you know, exactly. and, you know, for us as an organization to start in November of 2017 and then be able to go to construction, we had to raise $600,000, right. again, all privately, all through private monies. And yep. we're really proud of that. And so phase one, that's where we're at. And so part of that also, and um, I wanted to talk about was Kevin's Courts. Yeah. Um, so Kevin's Courts is a charity done by Kevin Ollie, sure. UConn basketball coach mm -hmm. a while back. And he has a golf tournament that he sponsors every year at Lake of the Isles. Yep. And the proceeds from that, or a portion of the proceeds go that to, or go out to Kevin's Courts. Okay. And so they put that money back into the program. Kevin's Courts is an accessible basketball facility, again, for kids with disabilities. So. Um, the pictures here, and I think they took some other did, shots yep. of it yep, as well. And so, what it is, if you see, if you can see a little bit, there's the baskets are all at different heights. Yeah. And so that those kids can participate, those kids with disabilities can participate with their peers and their parents. Right. And it's like a bank shot type of thing, and so they're able to uh, to do that. And they came on board once they found out about our project. Yep. And this was something they wanted to be a part of the project, and they, uh, you know, we happened to meet at a golf tournament at there the Miracle go. League golf tournament, and we talked about it and loved to have them in East Lyme and part of our Miracle League project. So not only do we have a field that is accessible for baseball, lacrosse, soccer, but we also have a basketball court here um, that is fully accessible for, for kids as well. And, and uh, it, it works out really good and it's an elementary school. So again, those kids at recess can come out and, and participate and, and be a part of it. So Absolutely. we're proud of all those partnerships that have kind of developed out of this. Absolutely. What's the, so what's the next picture we're looking at? So um, just, you know, how this all started, you know, I, I don't know, about four years ago, we started with a program called I Can Bike. Yes. And the I Can Bike program was really brought to us through the Miracle League of Connecticut, mm -hmm. and it teaches kids how to ride a two-wheel bicycle independently. There you go. So we did a program in East Lyme, and uh, very successful. Um, we were so excited about it, and the Miracle League of Connecticut was looking to branch out and support uh, another Miracle League field somewhere in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. And so with that relationship that we started with our Ike and Bike program, we were able to get into discussions, and then they helped us with funding and some seed money to get started. And we have now have a Miracle League field, the second one in Connecticut. Cool. The fourth one in New England uh, that is uh, in East Lyme. We're proud that we're attracting people from, uh, from out throughout the southeastern Connecticut, and we want to attract more people on this side of the river, right. you know, Old Saybrook, Westbrook, uh, Madison, Clinton, uh, right. all those towns that uh, know that we have programming shortly, um, you know, that's going on. So uh, that's, that's, that's where we're at as far right. as phase one and as far as some programming is concerned. So so you said there, this is the second Miracle League field in Connecticut. Right. The Where's the first? The first one is in West Hartford. Okay. It's a West Hartford Little League complex. Okay. Um, so they are our parent organization, so mm -hmm. the Miracle League of Connecticut. So they started that, I think, about 2010, right. and very successful kind of the activities that they do there. Sure. We've learned a lot from them on because they were the first one to put in do's and don'ts of like the construction process, yep. and the fundraising process, and they were great helping us throughout that whole situation and then helping us with funding too right. um, to be able to uh, get to where we are now, and uh, that's where we're at. 
wow. as far as that is concerned. So you guys are a very very busy organization. Very busy, and that huge help from yeah. our volunteers. Wouldn't be able to do it without our volunteers. Right. You know, and, and the huge thing was our fundraising. Right. And so yeah. we had a great fundraising uh, committee. Person was uh, our chairman was Julie Wilson. Oh, absolutely. And Julie, you know, took on the uh, oyster festival that we had done, yeah. and. Uh, you know, trivia nights and everything that was related to our uh, to our fundraising efforts. And she's still on our board. We have a new person, this chairperson on that, because I think people get burnt out maybe a little bit doing that. So Marianne Salvatore is taking that on. Okay. Um, we are, unfortunately, in a little bit of a holding pattern yeah. as far as our fundraising is concerned. We were. No Oyster um, Festival. Last weekend would have been our third annual Oyster Fest. That's right, that yeah. Was, that was, you know, right around... You know, between fifteen and eighteen thousand dollars that mm -hmm. was raising on an annual basis, and then we have a baseball themed gala that was done at the Mohegan Sun. Yes, and so last December that we did it for two years that raised in two years over one hundred and sixty thousand dollars. Wow! Yeah, so that was a huge event. We decided not to do that this year. No. Um, we're going to hold off a year on that, and, and uh, that's why the Mohegan. It, uh, Mohegan Tribe has been great to us as far as uh, use of their facilities for that event. And so without those two events, we've really kind of, our fundraising has really kind of scaled back for probably eight, nine months okay. behind where we want to be for phase two. Okay. Now with that, we are doing certain uh, kind of fun little things to keep our, our, uh, our name out there and, okay. and people can support us if they want. And sure. this Wednesday, um, we're doing a uh, virtual cooking demonstration mm -hmm. with uh, Olivia Formica is the executive chef at Flanders Fish Market. Absolutely. And so we're gonna have it via Zoom link and people can go and find our, uh, and she's gonna do a seafood type of uh, recipe mm. for people to be able to tune in and uh, for, I think, a small fee, I think we're going to charge $25 to get so. the Zoom link and hopefully raise some money and people can learn maybe a, a neat dish from Olivia. And Flanders Fish has been a great supporter Absolutely. of ours. Um, you know, the owner, oh, yeah. Paul Formica. Senator, and, Senator uh, Formica. He was the first one to actually make a, a monetary donation to oh, the project. So, uh, yeah, excited that we're kind of coming back full circle and doing something there on Wednesday night. Cool. So, Would you mind right. sticking around for another segment? Absolutely. All right, we'll be right back. Yeah. It's a short ride from your neighborhood to your naturehood. To find a neighborhood park or green space near you, visit discovertheforest.org. Back to this week's edition of the Pete Mazzetti Show. I'm your host, Pete Mazzetti, sitting here with Dave Putnam from the Miracle League of Southeastern Connecticut. Dave, welcome back. Thanks, Pete. Thanks, Thanks my friend. Yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely, again, no problem. Anytime, you yeah. know that. All right, great. So we were talking about the board of directors in the first segment, right? But we have to mention one 
shout out in particular. <laughs> right. And Go know, for it. Yes. Yeah, so Jim Grogan Absolutely. Is, a, is, a, is a very active member of our board. Absolutely. Um, he volunteers at our basketball uh, yeah. program. He, he goes up to the Halloween trick-or-treating event they have in West Hartford. He's done a whole lot of stuff. For oh, yeah. And I know... He, uh, oh, he yeah. developed a relationship with you. Oh, absolutely. Come over and, uh, you know, come over and pick you up and, and bring you bring to our me meetings, meetings and stuff. Absolutely, and, yeah. And so Jim's a super guy, and he's he just is. one of 24 other ones exactly. that, that have done a great job and helped move this uh, move this project forward. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't, no. our organization couldn't do it without all the efforts by all those. Exactly, exactly. Those, uh, all right, so we got, we got this phase done. Correct. Right? Yes. Is there another phase? On to phase two. Yeah, what's phase two? So phase two is part of the project is a fully accessible playscape or playground area. Okay. And then also included in that is a fully accessible restroom facility, storage area. Okay, sure. Um, kind of concession stand. Mm -hmm. um, the, the playscape here now is a, is a typical playscape like yeah. any other. It's sure. got, uh, unfortunately, it's got wood chips oh, on okay. the ground, which is a good safety, sure. you know, safety precaution. However, it's not... Um, handicap accessible or it's not as handicap accessible as we would like it to be okay. and then the apparatuses there have stairs yep. and different things so we are in phase two of the design of that and we're working with again TO design out of New Britain for, mm -hmm. for us to make sure all of our elements are fully handicapped accessible absolutely and so what that would mean is our surface then becomes a port in place or similar to like a synthetic track surface sure. a little bit softer for fall zones and that kind of thing and then all of the apparatuses or elements have handicapped accessibility so there's no stairs instead so someone that might be in a wheelchair that wants to get up onto one of the play right areas could not do that with stairs right. but if we have ramps that do that they can we could do that and then we talked about doing sense some sensory things too with roller slides and mm -hmm. things with music and um, things that maybe kind of outside the box a little bit of your typical playground area okay so I have a committee that's set up to look at that and we've taken a couple of field trips uh, up to West Hartford there's oh, a, cool. a great place called Jonathan's dream that's in at the uh, West Hartford Jewish Community Center that is just it's like the Cadillac of place gifts I mean it's just really? beautiful yeah so we've taken some of that and the West Hartford has one too at the at the West Hartford complex mm -hmm. and so we're looking at all of those, and, and our next step is to kind of, um, we want to do a survey of the kids sure. that use it. And what right. do you like on some what of the areas want? that you've gone to and, and get their input? And I think that's important than us just kind of saying, oh, this looks pretty cool. Well, yeah, if no. it looks cool, but no one's going to use it. Right, exactly. Right, that, that we wanted some buy-in from the kids. And, and so we're, we're in the process of doing that, but this whole COVID-19 thing is kind of, it's yeah. hard to bring people together, to bring them together to have a right. open meeting or open discussion. So we've kind of put that on hold a little bit. We are talking about maybe sending some emails out sure. to, to some of those families that we have in our group that have already started doing some programming with us mm -hmm. and stuff and kind of getting their survey of kind of what their kids like when they go to a, um, when they go to a certain facility. Exactly. So I think that's important. And the other thing is the restroom facility right now, unfortunately, uh, you know, we have a porta potty out there, which yeah. no one likes. No. Right. And it, but, you know, we want to do programming. We want to get it going. So right. the next thing we need, need to something. do is, yeah. So we, we're looking to do family style restroom facilities, make it a concession building. And so um, yeah, we're going to start that process of getting approvals from our Board of Education in East Line. Yeah. It's on their property and then the zoning commission and make sure that uh, we're doing everything appropriately as mm -hmm. far as they are concerned and uh, then 
we got to get into our fundraising. You know, exactly. We got to raise more yeah. money. So we've raised six hundred, little six hundred and forty something thousand dollars today. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> we need another half a million. All right. Right. And so, you know, kind of, sure. you know, we've kind of taken a deep breath here. That feels great. And we're uh -huh. doing some great programming with it, with uh, soccer and dance. And in the spring, we hope to do baseball and uh, had someone come forward today and want to do a kickball program for the kids. So I think cool. that's great. And uh, so it's kind of like a field of dreams. If you build it, they, they will come. come. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and so, you know, that was always a concern of how many kids are going to take advantage of it. And we want to make sure, you know, that we're getting the word out. And so help. Thank you for oh, having me not a problem. And, and get the word out on this oh, side of the river. It's not a problem. Uh, you know that. Yeah. So that's where we are as far as phase two is concerned. Um, and then we talked, we got a little bit into the fundraising a little bit, how we're kind of, uh, you know, taking a, a little bit of a backseat here um, because of most of our fundraising things are done in right. person and oh, yeah. large groups. And, and so we want to try to get through this whole pandemic and when things are safe, we'll, we'll start, we'll start uh, bulldozing ahead again with, <laughs> absolutely, uh, with, absolutely. Uh, with some fundraising. So. so speaking of fundraisers, we got one coming up with Flanders Fish. We do. So Talk we, we, we kind of, you know, our fundraising committee now is run by Marianne Salvatore. She well, just took over from uh, our past chairperson, which was Julie Wilson. Sure. Um, and she's come up with like a virtual thing that we should do some virtual type things and maybe people could, right. you know, support us that way and keep our name out there. So we're doing a cooking demonstration at Flanders Fish Market with mm -hmm. uh, the executive chefs. There's Olivia Fermica. Okay. And uh, that's going to be Wednesday night at five o'clock and okay. people can sign up for the Zoom link and they can go to our website at www.mlsect.org. Okay and uh, find that link there. And uh, if they want to for $25, mm -hmm. all the monies go towards the Miracle League field in our phase two of our project. And uh, they'll get the cooking demonstration via Zoom from cool. uh, Executive Chef uh, Formica. So I've never met Executive Chef Formica. She's great. And, and if you've been to the restaurant, it's great. I mean, it's, it's I haven't been just, in a while. Oh my goodness. It's, I haven't uh, been in I, a while. I, yeah. I, 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 uh, can't speak more highly of, of their food and and uh, the job Olivia does there. It's 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 really great. So yeah. that and then we're hoping to do some other thing, maybe like a wine tasting demonstration, sure. and then we're hoping this kind of builds a little bit moment of a momentum. Maybe we can do something on a monthly basis. Yeah. Until we can get back to that uh, to that situation where we're you know actually doing an oyster festival. Yeah. And doing a big baseball gala and doing trivia nights mm -hmm. and doing those other kinds of things that we've uh, had some success with in the past that we can uh, certainly do that and, uh, and uh, get to our next goal. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which, so, what is next goal? So next goal is phase two is about, is the bathroom. We need to raise that half a million dollars. Okay. Right. And so, um, you know, that was pretty daunting that when we started with nothing mm -hmm. and thinking that we needed $600,000 to do phase one. Right. But then to see our community support in the East Lime, Niantic area mm -hmm. was just overwhelming. Uh, from the Niantic Rotary Club to Niantic Main Street to some of our nonprofits, the um, Eastern Connecticut Chamber of Commerce, uh, you know, got us a grant. Um, you know, Flanders Fish, Geico. Yeah. Um, you know, there's so many businesses. I hate to leave anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to you know, Boats Incorporated ran a fishing tournament for us. Arthur Murray Dance Studio did a dance thing for okay. us. Um, everybody just kind of got on board with it, and so um, it was really heartwarming to see that uh, that these businesses got behind our goal of providing, you know, activities for kids with disabilities. Absolutely, it's a heartwarming. Yeah 
heartwarming project, and I think it was uh, it was nice to see our community get involved and, and uh, do such a great job with it. When's phase two going to be complete? Uh, I know. You know we don't know. We don't, we don't know. know, but soon. You know, uh, soon. sooner than so later. I think we're going to be a year behind. This is going to this whole COVID nineteen oh, yeah. is going to put us a oh, year absolutely. behind. Uh, as far as our fundraising is concerned, because we lost two of our major fundraisers at just about a hundred thousand dollars a yeah. year out of those two fundraisers were coming out, and to lose those two, right, probably puts us uh, it puts us back a year. But you know. Um, We'll get there, right. you know, and if, it, if we lose a year, we lost a year. It's just, uh, you know, I, I just think that once people see the field and see the joy on these kids' faces, that's what it's all about. Oh, right? absolutely. And we haven't oh, yeah. really talked about that much. But no, let's talk about see, the joy. Yeah, so to see these kids, and that's how we started with the Ike and Bike program, mm -hmm. you know, and to see these kids ma mature in a week from being afraid to get on a bike Right. To riding a bike independently on Friday, you know, in five days. Yeah. Right. Was just so heartwarming to see the these kids' faces light up, you right. know, and to see these kids play baseball, right, where they might not have had a chance to play baseball before. And I, like I mentioned, we're doing the dance program mm -hmm. on Saturdays. And I just sit there and watch because we have Dance uh, Studio 22 in East Lime does it for us. Okay. Right. And just to see the joy in these kids' faces, I find myself like grinning the whole time. And, oh, absolutely. And, and, yeah. And sitting there going, this is great. And, and if we can provide more activities for that, it's great. And then to see these kids come and play soccer. Yeah. Right. And so that they're going to soccer just like anybody else would be going to soccer on a Sunday morning. Right. And they have a game and we have a scoreboard. And, yep. you know, we announce the kids all their, you know, the, the starting lineup. Every kid's a starter. But we in, we introduce all the kids and and to see them come out and get high fived by our peer mentors and our volunteers. Right. is just it, it puts a smile on my face. Oh, absolutely. It, it, you know, it's just it was well worth all that hard work to oh, see us uh, complete the field. Yeah, absolutely, it was. Yeah. And we got a little bit more time left, so if people want more information, where can they? Where are we sure. going? Sure. So um, we have a, a website that we're constantly trying to make better. Yep. Um, it is www.mlsect.org. Okay. And so that's Miracle League Southeastern Connecticut. So mlsect.org, okay. or they can call me. Right. I'm also um, happen to be the park and rec director for the town of East Lyme. So they can call me at the Park and Rec office, right. or they can shoot me an email. Right. Um, my email address is dputnam mm -hmm. at eltownhall.com. Right. And just uh, we have people that either want to volunteer or find out how to get involved with our programs. Um, and, and so that's the best way that uh, they can find information to us. We have a Facebook page as well, uh, Miracle League of Southeastern Connecticut, and uh, we do a lot of good stuff on there as well. Excellent. Dave yeah. Putnam from the Miracle League, thanks for some time, and we'll see you soon. All right, Pete, thanks for having thanks, me. Thanks, Appreciate Bob. it. All right, bye. On behalf of Dave Putnam, I'm Pete Pizzetti. We'll see you next time.